Thanks for tuning in to Thought for the Day from Ringwood Benefice, a family of six Church of England churches around the market town of Ringwood. Together we share a common vision to discover life and make a difference. We hope Thought for the Day brings you encouragement and insight, and we'd love you to connect with us on Facebook and YouTube at Ringwood Benefice, and we'd love you to head over to our website www ringwoodbenefits.org.uk but for now we pray that you enjoy today's thought for the day hello and welcome last monday when we spoke i quoted isaiah chapter 40 where it says those who wait on the lord will renew their strength they will rise on wings like eagles and we thought together about the way an eagle offers its wings and soars on the winds without huge amounts of flapping or apparent effort. His body constantly sensitive to the movement of the wind around him. We're in that time between Ascension and Pentecost, between the time when Jesus returned to the Father, disciples saw him leave earth. And Pentecost, when, as Jesus promised, the Holy Spirit, the gift of his life, was poured out upon his disciples and subsequently um, the wider band of believers. And they were told to wait, but wait for what? Well, in Luke, we read this. I'm going to send you what my father has promised. But wait or stay in the city until you've been clothed with power from on high. They were to await power. Now, power in many ways has had a pretty bad press whether it's institutions abusing power, whether it's governments, whether it's individuals. I'm sure we can all cite examples, sadly, where power has been abused in so many different ways. But the disciples were to wait for power. Now, my question today really is, is power to do what? I want to give you a, a bit of an example from 1993. I'd been the vicar of my parish for a year and then I had a medical heart event and ended up in coronary care for three weeks. You can imagine it was a total shock. I was a young vicar. I had a young family. I had plans. I, I thought I knew where I was going. I knew what I wanted to do. I knew what the shape of ministry looked like, the life of the parish looked like. Um, we were in a building project at the time. And um, I thought I was managing the church well. I thought I was fit. I loved walking, um, loved trips to the mountains to walk the high fells and so forth. I loved sailing. Nothing seemed to hold me back. But one day, outside school as I was going to do assembly as it happened my body said stop and I had this enormous heart event now technically the medical solution was a pacemaker 
and I've been in the best of health since it was fitted, for which I'm very grateful. But here's my key point. I thought I was okay, but I needed something else to keep me alive. So let's go back to the disciples. They were waiting. And this time Jesus had really gone. They were used to him now since his resurrection, appearing in a room and then disappearing and then appearing on the beach when Peter and co were fishing. But this time he'd gone for real. They'd seen him ascend. Now Jesus had trained them. And part of their training, if we read Luke 9 and 10, was being sent out to do the stuff they'd seen Jesus doing. They went out, they preached, they healed. And when they came back to Jesus, they said, Lord, it works. It works. But now Jesus has gone. What's next? And I suspect they're confused about what the future holds. You'll remember that Peter was called from being a fisherman. Leave your nets and follow me. But in John 21, what does Peter say? He says, I'm going fishing. I'm going back to what I know. I'm going back to what is safe. I'm going back to the old ways. Now, little did he know that when they went fishing that night, they would meet Jesus early in the morning. I don't want to preempt Pentecost, which is this coming Sunday. But in John 21, they'd fished all night and caught nothing. They see a figure on the beach who says, put your nets out on the other side. And they were overwhelmed by the size of the catch that they got. And of course, it was Jesus directing them. I thought I was in control as a young vicar. I thought I had plans. My heart said, stop. I realised I needed more. I needed help. And the gift at Pentecost, the disciples were told to wait for, the gift of the Holy Spirit, is God himself pouring his life himself into us because we cannot be the people God calls us to be on our own. I couldn't be the minister, the leader of God's church that he wants me to be on my own. I thought I had it sussed. I was doing it my way. And I'm not saying God caused the heart attack or anything like that. But he used it to say to me, Peter, who's in charge here? Are you doing it your way or my way? The disciples were transformed by the Holy Spirit. They were empowered and equipped to be the disciples that Jesus called them to be. They could live the life Jesus called them to live. They could love as he called them to love. They could build community as he called them to build community in this new kingdom. And so as we're still in this period between Ascension and Pentecost, we're still in this period of waiting. We're still with the disciples 
waiting for the gift that God longs to pour upon us. And Father God, we just pray for each one of us as we offer you our lives, all that we are. Help us, Lord, to be available to you. Lord, please transform us into the people you long for us to be. And Lord, we don't ask this for ourselves, but for your glory. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for listening to today's Thought for the Day. Don't forget to connect with us on social media at Ringwood Benefits. And remember, there is hope. You are loved. You make a difference.